to the Whatcom Dads podcast for part two of our season finale. I'm Chris Roselli. I'm Nathan Dwyer. And I'm Mark Bagley. This week, we play overrated, underrated, properly rated with some typical fall activities. We listen to the outtakes from our first three episodes, and we talk about what the last year has been like. Test, test. Hello. Hello. Episode 50. Hey, guys, just so you know, I got a haircut for this episode. Wow. Did you think it was going to be a YouTube episode? I was kind of hoping, yeah. That Your, your hair looks good. Thanks. And I dressed up, too. Put a sweater on, the light shirt. The lighting is nice. It yeah. shines very nicely I mean, off the bald spots in your hair. I have a bald spot? Well, it's just kind of thin. Oh. Should we go out and celebrate after this? We should do something. I mean, I got I, I got a haircut and I dressed up, so we should do something after That's, this. I, well, I I think we should. I can change into like my nice white dress shirt. I got something to celebrate. What do you have? What it, do people typically do when they celebrate something? They drink. They drink or they smoke a... Cigar. But they don't have cigar, candy, cigars. They have candy... Cigarettes. Candy pipes. No. <laughs> I this looked. Is, I looked for candy cigarettes, and I finally found a no. licorice. Oh, black licorice! I love candy. Black licorice. I like black Pipe. licorice. Yeah, it's my favorite. So, listeners, if it were a little garbled, everybody has a candy pipe now to celebrate cannot, episode fifty season finale. Where did you find a? Can't open my pipe sideways. Where did you find a candy pipe? Uh, Port Townsend, of all places. No way. I've had these for like a month. So this is going to be like the discussion we had about the Tootsie Pop. Are you going to be able to just suck on this thing the whole time, or are you going to... I already bit mine. (laughs) I feel if I suck on it, I will begin to drool black licorice onto my beautiful sweater. And you don't want to do that because we got to go out and celebrate somewhere. Yes, we do. In addition, one of our mutual friends, Bob Stafford, provided us... An episode 50 gift. Well, that's a big... That's an envelope. It's very thick. Is it full of money? I have no (laughs) idea what it is. (laughs) It's full of money. It's... (laughs) Wow. Whoa. That is really nice. This is... Oh, my gosh. This is awesome. Baseball art. Do you have... Did you... Who'd you get? On the front is Ken Griffey Jr. I got Sandy Koufax. I got Cal Ripken Jr. No way. This is amazing. Wow, Bob. Bob, that is really, really thoughtful. That is really great. Thank you, listener Bob. So before we get to the serious stuff on our finale, we got to play a game, right? Oh, and I love Dwyer games. That, I will say, has without a doubt been one of my favorite things during all of COVID. This is a game that keeps rearing its ugly head. Overrated, underrated, (laughs) properly rated. Fall edition, we are recording this the day before Halloween. Are you ready? Mark Bagley. <laughs> Who is still smoking, still smoking my licorice pipe. pipe. <laughs> pumpkin pie. Uh, pumpkin pie uh, with or without whipped cream? Your choice. Pumpkin pie with whipped cream, severely underrated. Chris Roselli. <sighs> I think it's properly rated. I like it. By the way, I will give a shout out to our friends at Boundary Bay. Their drunken pumpkin pie. They actually make it with their uh, scotch ale. It is mm. 
delicious. I love pumpkin pie only with, with whipped cream. Pumpkin pie is overrated. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, there's the answer. One of the three. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to edit it right there. Yeah, and I'll just say right. pumpkin pie. Uh-huh. Done. Jumping in a pile of leaves. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. I think it's underrated. A so, good dry pile of leaves. So today I raked leaves at my house, and I was thinking as I raked leaves that I raked so many leaves that your entire family and your entire family, Nathan, could have been underneath the pile of leaves that I raked, and no one would have had any idea you were under there. No way. Yes, lots of leaves. So I think that it is severely underrated as well. Yeah. I'd say properly rated. It's It takes a lot of work to get a big enough pile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not against it. And we struggle in the Pacific Northwest to get a good pile of leaves because the leaves are slimy, covered in slugs and things like that, usually because it's rainy. Today, the day we're recording, it is beautiful and sunny, so you had a nice dry pile of leaves. If there are any listeners who would like to come to my house to have the experience of raking leaves... <laughs> I will send you my address. Corn mazes. Uh, I mean, corn mazes are fine. They're probably properly rated. Properly rated, yeah. You know, I went kids. through one last week, and I would have said overrated until I did it with my five-year-old and my three-year-old, and I let them lead the way. Put it in a whole new perspective. They had so much fun. How many days did it take you to get out? <laughs> it might have taken 15 minutes or so, but uh, we trudged along, and it was muddy, which made it more fun, obviously. So yeah, they're properly rated. How about it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown special? Overrated. That is the dumbest cartoon I've ever seen. I'm going to say underrated, because I love Charlie Brown. Well, Charlie Brown Christmas is incredible. I got a rock. The Great Pumpkin? The the Great Pumpkin? Waiting I, for the Great... Who, that doesn't even... That's not even a thing. But Chris, the one of the most famous, best lines from a, from a Halloween show is, I, I got a rock. See, I don't even remember that because oh I was my probably asleep during that show. That show's properly rated. You're wrong, <laughs> You're wrong Chris. The Final fall item. Stupid. Hot apple cider. With or without alcohol? You choose. My mold apple cider is the bomb, and I would say it is underrated. I would agree. I've never had mold apple cider before until I was at your house, and I'm sure you remember. I didn't know it was (laughs) mold. Whatever mold means. I don't even know what that means, actually. Spices. Well, it was spiked, obviously, mm-hmm. and I didn't know it until I looked at you and I went, is there alcohol in this? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was certainly feeling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was stuff. chugging it down. It was so mm-hmm. delicious. Hot apple cider is underrated. Yeah. 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 Super good. Your life can change in an instant. Car accidents impact all aspects of your life and lead to pain and suffering medical bills, and time missed from work. Robinson & Cole, attorneys in Bellingham, can help. They have represented thousands of clients since 1979. They also handle other types of injury claims, including workers' compensation. Consultations are always free and are available in Spanish. Robinson & Cole, when you need us, we will be here. I wanted to think back to 
a little more than a year ago when this experiment started. And I wondered what you remember when I first talked to you about this idea of doing this podcast. I was excited, but I had no idea what I could add to the conversation. I feel the same. I was excited because we were in the heart of COVID. And I thought, heck, there's anything different than what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. And uh, and I know, Nathan, you had tried a variety of other things that really kept us as a group of friends together and did some really great Zoom things. Um, so I was excited, too. And at the same time, I had no clue what I'd be able to contribute at all. Yeah. Some I'm humor. St- I'm still not sure what I've some- contributed over the last 48 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've you've made yourself out as the villain to some extent, but <laughs> yeah. now that's all been debunked by your kids. Yeah, it exactly. Is not true. Mean, abusive parent that you actually aren't. Did you guys, be honest, talk behind my back like, oh my god, what is this idea he has, or is this really going to work, or partway through the process where you're like, is this working? Is is he crazy? Any anything you can recall about that? The for me, the only. Uh, thought I've ever had about any of this process is I'll listen to it afterwards and go, oh, he edited out that part that I thought was really funny, which that is the only thing. That is it, which you're the editor. I mean, you have to make calls and I already know I'm wordy as all get out. So you got to cut things out anyways. Yeah. And we discussed that once or twice, but other than that, there's been no criticisms at (laughs) all. Criticisms just like, are we... Like, is this ship sinking? Like, is, oh, no. what has he pulled us into? You know, I do remember, it was probably what, the, the 10th episode, where I remember having a conversation with you guys before we started a podcast, thinking, I kind of stink at this. Like, I'm really not contributing at all to the cause, and I'm pretty bad. And I remember you both walked me back from that a bit, just being like, you know, we're all figuring this out. You're great, you know? And I don't know if you ever felt that way after you do an episode being like, I, that was awful. I just didn't feel it. I didn't do a very good job. I don't know. I'm well past that now. I feel more comfortable, I guess. I, I came into a lot of episodes with really low energy thinking, I'm going to be terrible tonight. Yeah. I, this is going to be a horrible, horrible episode. But the two of you helped me so much mm-hmm. just through the conversation, just kind of getting me more actively engaged, which I appreciate. It's interesting you say that because I felt the same way. And I think that now that I think about it, in hindsight, COVID was hard, right in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd get to Sunday night, and I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. And to come into the podcast, I was exhausted, sort of dragging my feet a little bit, like, I've got to go do this podcast. Right. And then I would end the podcast fully energized and really glad that we did it. And so, really, thanks to you for helping, I didn't even realize at the time, have me letting me have something to get through this this pandemic. Yeah, just listener, if you're new, we we started talking about it in July of 2020. So like month four of COVID. And we're all thinking like, ah, this thing is going to pass in a couple more months. <laughs> um, do you have any guess when we first recorded what the date was approximately our first recording? If we started talking about it in July, I'm guessing mid-September. Yeah, that's what I guess. August 11th. No way. <laughs> yeah, and we recorded three episodes before we ever actually released them, and we experimented. There were three or four segments we tried that didn't work. I mean, let's be <laughs> honest. And so they all hit the wayside. But I was surprised 
that we started our first recording on August 11th. And I thought it would be a little bit fun if I played you some clips from that first, second, and third episode. (laughs) And now we're recording. I'm your host, Nathan Dwyer, and this is episode one. This week, I'll be joined by a few friends. Introduce yourself, friends. Anytime now, you can introduce yourself. Chris, you're first on the list. Can't, can't Am I first that? on the list? Okay. You are. Oh, well, perfect. Uh, my name's Chris Rose. Or, I'm sorry. I'm Chris Roselli. I lived in Whatcom County. Do you want me to say all of that or just my name? Just your name. Sorry. <laughs> Why don't I start at the beginning here? Perfect. Oh, I'm Chris. Rose. Sorry. Can we, we'll start That's over. Fine. I'm sorry, Dwyer. That's fine. In three, two, one, you're Chris Roselli. What did you guys think? I thought that was great. Yeah, I did too. I, thought, I, <laughs> I keep pausing, waiting for Mark to say something, and then I don't hear anything, so I start to talk, and then it's always at the same time as you, Mark. Sorry about that. Let's right, start, let's start, I'll start again from the top. And Chris, you, Chris, you go first. Okay. All right, me? Chris. Yeah, there. for me, so go ahead, Nathan. I'll just, we're going to start the whole thing over. So, one two three although here is a crazy thing this is, so, this is i'm still recording recording yeah, yeah. Great. well it doesn't matter you can edit it here so i'm nathan dwyer that's my fault continue wait <laughs> this is gonna be a long night if i can't get the first sentence in all right here we go <clears throat> ready our final hello and welcome to the whatcom dads podcast the podcast where we talk about i said podcast did you say podcast i did (laughs) podcast that's a different show well i hope you guys enjoyed that that is outstanding yeah we were really bad at the beginning and i i don't think we really i don't know even know if we're good now but i thought we got better once we were able to be in person i agree Exactly. So huge difference. It changed so much. Do you want to guess what number podcast we first did in person? 30. That's what I was going to say. The exact same number. 21. Oh, huh. Wow. How have you done? Way earlier than I Yeah, thought. the Zoom format. I think if, you would, if we had done a podcast and then had to switch it to Zoom, so much easier. Yeah. But to start it on Zoom... I mean, we were talking over each other. We were looking at each other. Who's going to talk next? And we didn't have the interaction. We didn't feel like we could interrupt each other. We didn't feel like we could talk over. There was a lot of, we were missing the laughter and the banter. And yeah, when it's hard to listen to the first three or four now. And I think for me, my biggest problem has always been, I've got this rundown sheet of things we want to talk about. I know in my head there's a clock. I know how much time we have for everything. And I'm so in my own head with all of that. I'm not always present in the conversation because I'm hmm. worried about the producing part of it. Oh, sure, yeah. And then my energy goes down, and then I put my head down, and I talk like this, and they're kind of monotone. <laughs> and It's kind of been a struggle sometimes, but I think that 47 episodes later, 48 episodes later... It is night and day. I don't think that we're great. No. I think we're passable. <laughs> All of you who listen, thank you again. Um, but it has been a real treat. Um, and as we've 
indicated in prior episodes, we're going to take two months off here, see where things go. We've got that listener survey. There's a link to that in the show notes. Let us know what you think. And then sometime in January, we'll decide sort of what the future holds and uh, stay subscribed to the podcast. We'll have an announcement out at some point as to what it's going to look like in the future. Love it. All right, guys, Whatcom Dads recommend. We're going to go a little early. We're going to go first, so to speak, because we're going to take a few months off. So we're going to go with holiday gift ideas. And apparently, uh, people need to get on holiday gifts early this year. There's a supply chain issue, I read. Yeah, I heard like toys are already sold out. Like some of the most popular toys, like you missed it if, if, if you didn't get it already. Like the Tickle Me Elmo, things like that are already sold out. <laughs> the Cabbage, Cabbage Patch, Patch Kids. Kids. <laughs> yes. I'm going first since I have the young kids. Do you guys know what a dimple pop is? I know what the pimple popper show is. That's what I was going to say too, Chris. A dimple pop is like a little sort of like a fidget toy. It's got a uh, little like round half circles in it and you can yes. push them down and they pop back up. These are all the rage. I've seen dimple pop watches. I've seen dimple pop trays. I've seen all different kinds. I was going to say it's like the 2021 fidget spinner. It's like super popular and really there's nothing to it other than, yeah, and you just get to pop these little dimples. I'll put a link in the show notes. Well, this may sound ridiculous, but um, so you guys know that I'm a collector of things. I never think it's too early to teach kids about collecting. And you can buy a kid a coin. You can buy them um, some kind of trading card or something that's just going to be something that they have to take care of, something that doesn't have a lot of value, but something that they could treasure later on in life. I think it's really important for people to, for young kids to really understand the past and our history. And there's some great collectible things out there being, be they them photographs or an autograph or something. I just think that might be a fun thing to get a kid. And then you can tell the story about either why it's important to you or why it's important to society or to our history. We should we should get Nathan's kids a collectible encyclopedia set. <laughs> I think those have gone the way of the dodo bird. Uh, I can think of stamps as another collectible. Yeah. Rocks, mm-hmm. gems. Stickers. There's all kinds of things. And I think it just teaches kids some responsibility, how to keep something nice. It doesn't have to organize. Be bank. Yeah. Yeah. And, any of us who any i'm sure a lot of listeners with baseball cards i know mark i mean you do it and part of it is still the joy of just opening packs sorting things organizing them the excitement of having something and taking good care of it you're right there is something that's good about that well i talked to the girls and uh kind of what could be really popular for them and you know and what they said is is they really like the idea of having a gift card and being able to go to a store and buy something that they want have that flexibility to do that and this will be the second year in a row that there is the buy local gift card here in Whatcom County there's like 300 businesses or something now that are a part of it and we did that for the girls last year and they've asked for that again this year just gave them the flexibility to be able to buy something that they wanted so in talking to our girls gift card was certainly one of the top things that they love and Chris I'm gonna I'm gonna second your recommendation on those buy local cards 
I bought those for some coworkers last year, and they were fantastic because they could buy them whatever they want, and it supports these local business people. And a lot of them really need our help this year. So, amen to that one, Chris. Good suggestion. We'll link that in the show notes. They're called Yifty cards. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. Yep. A couple of the things I saw in recently looking at magazines or things like that. Uh, the Apple AirTag, if you lose things, this is a little $30 little, looks like kind of like a coin or something that you can attach to a phone or keys or your child's forehead if you tend to lose them. And <laughs> using the Apple software on your phone, you can find whatever it is you may have lost. So for 30 bucks, that seems like a good way to help prevent losing things. My sister actually bought them and put them on her cat's tags and they can follow their cats around at night and make sure they know where they are to bring them back home. What? I need that for my dog. Yeah, you do the way your dog runs. Seriously, stupid dog. I think it's also super important to Throughout the year, and I might be too late now, but throughout the year to listen to what your kids or your spouse or whoever, listen to what they say and write things down. I have a, an ongoing list on my phone of just little comments that people will make. Like, ah, boy, that's a great idea. And that might not help for right now, but it's a great way to remind yourself if you're like me and tend to forget things about things yeah. that people really would appreciate having rather than just going and buying a gift just for the sake of buying a gift. If you know your wife's Amazon ID and you can go into her account, you can see her wish list and <laughs> buy a few things off of there. And she won't even know until she opens it. One other interesting thing I saw uh, in a catalog was a scratch off poster and it said 100 things to do after quarantine. And so after you completed each of the tasks, there was like a little scratch off area, like a lotto ticket that revealed like a little picture. So it was things like go to a zoo, go to a movie, host a dinner party. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes. I thought that was pretty creative here uh, when we're quasi coming out of a, a pandemic. We'll check the show notes for links to some of these items. And even if nothing sounds like it will fit for someone you're shopping for, at least this might be a little bug in your ear to start that shopping early uh, 2021. It sounds like getting some of these items on time might be a bit of a challenge. Well, since this is a bit of a retrospective episode, do you have a favorite memory that sticks out from doing this? I like the beer tastings. The beer tastings were good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I really enjoyed interviewing my dad. That was yeah. really fun. My favorite, one of my great memories was going to the baseball game with you guys. Oh, that's right. The recording fun. of the Mariners. The was, Mariners. That was just fun. I mean, to go. that was the first time I'd been to a ball game in a long time. Be able to do that with you guys, that was fun. And I think we had some good guests. You think about people who oh. give us an hour on a Sunday night. Yeah. And talk about their passions. We met some pretty neat people. Yeah. Really smart people who are really good in their fields. Right. All right. Well, I asked you guys to come up with a couple questions to ask me about this process. I'd like to know why you asked us to do it. Well, (laughs) there might be. I was confident. I knew why. Yeah. I mean, did did everyone else say no? Maybe there's two answers. One is I've always respected the way that I've watched you guys parent. But the second is I think that I knew we'd have a good time doing this. Well, and I'm really glad that you asked. I mean, again, it it gave me something 
to do during a really difficult time. Um, and it also has been incredibly beneficial for me as a parent to really reflect on the intentionality of what I do when I parent. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times you're just tired and you're going through the motions and doing the best you can just to sort of keep the house together. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I'm wondering, Nathan, what was the least enjoyable part of producing the Whatcom Dads podcast? scheduling it with three of our schedules and it has nothing about we all just have busy lives um that would be any three people who have kids and jobs um and so i think i didn't want to i wanted to respect your time and make sure i wasn't asking for too much and we made some changes as we went along to try and sort of decrease the time suck we had some great guest hosts when you guys weren't available I have talked to folks where our podcast has inspired them to really think about doing a podcast themselves. Interesting. Hmm. And so uh, the question that I get is, is it hard? And my my answer is, I don't know. I have nothing to do with any of that component of the podcast. It's easy for us, yeah. So that's, that's a question I would ask you. You know, has this been challenging? What's the hardest part about doing a podcast or having a podcast? And uh, is it worth doing it? It's 100% worth doing it. And I think I may have said this in the past. If no one listened to this, I would still do it. Because the simple fact that we talk about a topic makes me a better dad because I either educate myself or I remember something I should have been doing the last several years that's sort of fallen by the wayside. And I get to spend time with, with two of my buddies. So I think that part of it's great. I think learning to edit and learning how to post podcasts and do all that... I looked at it as a challenge, and I liked having a challenge during the pandemic. And I think you came in with the right mindset. At the very beginning, you would check in with us on a regular basis. And you said from day one, if when this stop becoming, stops becoming fun and is more of a job, we're done with this. Yep. And so it's not like you've been chasing viewers. You haven't been doing it for any other reason other than a reason to hang out with your friends and to, to learn a little bit about parenting yourself. Um, speaking of viewers, though, do you know what our total numbers are after f- – 49 episodes? Well, I'm confident our viewers is zero because it's an audio <laughs> format. <laughs> so, I did, so I did need to get a haircut today. You did not. <laughs> Darn it. But I do know that uh, basically consistently for the past six months or so, we've had about 90 downloads per episode. Thanks to all of you listening out there. But on that note, by the numbers, let's see if you can uh, guess a few other of the numbers. We know there's been 50 episodes. Uh, what do you think the average length in minutes per episode has been? I'll Thir- say, th- go ahead. No. We, same time, count of three. One, two, three. 39. 36. 39 is correct. Oh, oh On the money. Wow. <laughs> How many microphones were purchased to uh, facilitate this podcast? Ooh. Five. Oh, I was going to say that. Six. It is six. How many were broken and didn't work? One. One got returned. <laughs> How come you gave I, him the answers before? This is make, amazing. Stupid. That's I, why, you know, again, Chris gets fed the answers, so I look like the dumb guy. <laughs> I, I have to say, throughout these 50 episodes, I think I'm more I, – I win most of these quizzes than oh, yeah. you do. I'm way feeling, better than I, I am. Yeah, I'm just a better guesser somehow. Uh-huh. I have no idea. Maybe season two, somebody keeps track. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can do that. Get a, little, get a little dry erase board here, and we'll start <laughs> tally marks. How has doing this podcast impacted you as a parent? Well, as everyone 
knows, I'm at a much different phase of parenting than the two of you. So I think it just has been a nice exercise to reflect on what kind of dad I was to my kids. Not that I can change anything that's happened in the past, but it's been a nice exercise in self-reflection. Nice. Um, I've made it no secret. I'll say it again. I simply follow what Amy does. And so I have not been as intentional of a father as um, as I probably should be. And this podcast has really made me do that. You know, you provide us with, with homework. We have discussions. And so it just makes me think about it. The other thing is, um, again, kind of along with what you were saying, Mark, having you have older kids and Nathan, you have younger kids. It's a lot, It's been fun for me to remember what it's like to have younger kids when you talk about the things that you're going through, Nathan. And it certainly gets me excited about the path that we're on when you talk about your kids, Mark. So mm. that's that's been a real treat for me. It's held me accountable, right? Mm. It could be one thing. My wife listens to the episode. <laughs> for me to talk about something or bring up some theory and, and then to just not put it into practice, I mean, I shouldn't need accountability, but I mean, it it actually happens. I feel like it's totally made me a better parent. It's opened my eyes to parenting as a skill that you can sharpen, something you can continue to work on. Uh, I don't think you're ever going to stop learning. For me, it's just been fun to hang out with the two of you. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, I, I've become much better friends with you, knowing more about you and your family and the time that we've had a chance to talk together. Yeah, and we knew each other pretty well a year ago. Yeah. But I think the friendship has definitely grown yeah. Yeah. over the past 50 episodes. A thousand thanks from me for saying yes to my crazy idea. Uh, a thousand thanks for getting together about 50 times. Uh, a thousand thanks for putting up with my late night emails, whether it's scheduling or topic ideas or scripts or outlines. Um, I, I really appreciate it, and I look forward to whatever we choose to do in the future. Listeners, uh, we'll, we'll see you in a couple months. It's been a pleasure, bud. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. Well, thanks again to our sponsor, Robinson & Cole Attorneys. Please check out the link in our show notes for our listener survey. We would greatly appreciate your input as we move forward. You can reach the show through our Facebook page or at whatcomedadspodcast at gmail.com. As a reminder, we're taking a two-month break. But if you subscribe to the podcast... As soon as we publish a new episode or some news, you'll hear about it. Whatcom Dad's podcast is hosted by Nathan Dwyer, Chris Roselli, and Mark Bagley. And it has been recorded via Zoom and in person right here in Whatcom County. And our producer, our editor, our sound engineer, our social media guru, our caterer, our driver, our bourbon pourer, our studio supplier... All of that. Nathan Dwyer. So I think you guys know that uh, I have this collection of birds at my house. The chickens. Yes. So uh, do you know why chicken coops have only two doors? Why is that? Because if they had four doors, they would be chicken sedans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is a good joke. I like that one. I'm going to remember that for a long time. What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? What? Supplies. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
All right. So why do seagulls fly over the ocean? Why? Well, because if they flew over the bay, they'd be called bagels. Bagels. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. 